still learning these different ciphers. I'm still learning all of these different ciphers and I'm in it now, but wanting to know where to take targets. Are you in it at live money, demo money? Live, okay. So let me ask you this question. What are the three things we need to know before we ever take a trade? What are three things we need to know before we ever take a trade? Who can tell me? Entry stops and targets, okay? So, I would ask you this question. If you, first of all, yeah, if you are still learning how to trade something, why are you trading it live? Why are you putting hard-earned money at risk trading something that you don't know how to trade? Second of all, what made you decide to enter a trade without knowing where to put targets at? Those are the, the two questions I would have. So this would be an example of what we call a bad trade. Now, doesn't matter if it's a winner or a loser. This particular trade was already a winner. But whether you made profit or didn't make profit, it's a bad trade because it is a trade that did not meet your rules. And I'm confident in saying that because you don't have trading rules. I'm confident in saying you don't have trading rules because if you had trading rules, there will be no question on where should you take targets at. So my advice, are you still in this trade right now, uh, Adrian? My advice would be to exit immediately. Just get out. Because the one thing we always want to do is we want to, if we ever find ourselves in a bad trade, we want to get out as quick as possible. I, I was just updating some quotes the other day and I stumbled across an old one from Mike Bellafiore. I, I don't remember the quote uh, per se. Um, but it talked about even good traders make mistakes. Even your most successful traders make mistakes. They, you know, you can put a bad position size on, you can, you know, I've done it where I've, I meant to buy and I've sold by accident. You put stops in the wrong place. Maybe even you enter at the wrong, the wrong location or for the wrong reasons, right? So it's important to know that good traders make mistakes. What do you think the difference is between a good trader and a bad trader though, or a successful trader and a struggling trader? If they both make mistakes, pounding and rallying, not even learning from them. Well, yeah, learning from them is one thing. That, that, is, that, is, that is important. But one is the ability to recognize that they've made a mistake. And two is having enough awareness and, and, and whatnot to take action, take correct action when they realize they're in a mistake. So a good example on the Aussie dollar in front of you would be, okay, if, 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 if I am a trader, right? I'm going to use Adrian as an example because this happens to be a live example. I don't mean to shame you or anything like that, but it is what it is. You are in this trade and you shouldn't be in it. You entered the trade with live money. In my opinion, you shouldn't be trading live until you have a full understanding of what you're doing. But I do understand everyone is different. Some people like getting the feel of, of 
trading with live money and, and the emotional attachment to it. Again, I wouldn't I I wouldn't do it um, because I, I again, I like my money um, and I don't want to ever unnecessarily risk it. Um, but everyone's different. But you're in a trade. We've established it as a bad trade because you didn't have uh, you didn't have rules. At least you had, you had maybe you had, you had rules for entry, obviously, but um, not rules for targets or stops. What a successful trader would do at this moment is what I told you. They would get themselves out for break even, right? They would recognize that I'm in a trade I'm not supposed to be in. The best thing I can do is exit immediately. Doesn't matter if it's up money. Doesn't matter if it's down money. I just want to get out. What do you think the actions of a struggling trader would be? After they recognize that they are in a bad trade, do you think the action would be to remove themselves immediately? Or would it be something else? Yeah, it would be something else. Because at this moment in time, right, two things have happened. One, right, if we take our Fibonacci's out, right, one, I believe we hit target ones or maybe you came very, very, very close. So the trade was already a winner. Now, or close to winner again, depending on if you're front running or not, I suppose. So you can look at this as saying the trade has already went, won. And now that you've recognized that the trade has already won, this makes the situation even worse because now you're saying, oh man, the trade won I didn't take any profit because I didn't know where, I didn't have rules on where or how to take profit. And now not only did I miss a winning trade, but price has rallied past beyond my original entry, putting me in the red. I know I'm supposed to get out for break even, but I can't deal with the fact that I should have money in my pocket and now I'm losing money. So I'm just going to hold on to see if we get down there again. Right? I see this all the time. People start asking questions. Hey, Kia, what do you think about gold? You think we're going to, uh, you know, you think gold's going to go down today? Like perhaps in like the next two hours? Hey, Kia, you know, you think uh, I saw, saw that gold went down a little bit or New Zealand dollar went down a little bit and it bounced up. You think we're going to get back down to 69, 60s? Typically, when you hear that, it's, it's a trader that missed what they were supposed to do. They're in trouble and they're just looking for any type of reason to convince themselves to stay in the trade. And sometimes price will rally back down. Sometimes price will rally back down. It will hit the 382. You'll make some money. Maybe it rallies past the 382 and continues down forever and you make even more money. This is the worst possible thing that can happen to you because now, now you are going to associate your bad trade with making profits. And in your mind, you're not going to see it as a bad trade anymore because how can it be a bad trade if you make money? Now it will be associated as a, you look at it as a good trade. And now you will have that association of I can take bad trades and still make money. What's going to stop you from taking the next bad trade? Nothing. Because when you see it, you're like, man, I know I shouldn't enter this. But last time I did on Aussie dollar, I made that bank. So I'm going to do it again. And you have that short term gratification, right? That, that, that short term element of pleasure. Um, but unfortunately, it will lead to long term destruction. Because the market will always catch up to you.
You can only be lucky for so long in the market, guys, right? You can only be lucky for so long in the market. And the difference between consistently profitable traders and, and kind of flash-in-the-pan traders is just that. Flash-in-the-pan traders get lucky. The randomness of the market pays in their favor for a short period of time. They brag about it on social media. 30% return this week, baby. Oh, yeah. And then you never hear from them again because they most likely have blown their account. Long-term successful traders, long-term consistently profitable traders consistently take the right actions. They may not have the short-term gratification, right? They may deal with a little bit of pain in the short term, but they are the ones that will see long-term lasting success. And the question you need to ask yourself is what's more important? Short-term pleasure, but long-term pain, or short-term pain, but long-term pleasure? Easy answer for me. So my advice would be this. Stop trading, exit the trade right away, first and foremost. But stop trading live until you have a rules base. First of all, go back through the course, right? We teach you all of the rules about the cipher pattern. Go back through the course. Rewatch it 100 times if you need to. Write it down, write it down, write it down. Teach someone else until you get to the point where you know the rules like the back of your hand. I want you to know the rules like the back of your hand. Go through charts, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of charts, right? Building your RAS, right? Building and growing your ability to see the pattern consistently because we're not always going to see it the same, right? We're going to have different views of impulse legs, different views of outside returns and retracements. Right? So you need to practice seeing it the way you see it. Then back test it. So after you looked at hundreds and hundreds of charts, building and developing your RES, back test it. See if there's anything you want to add. See if there's anything you want to subtract. Play around with stops, play around with entries, play around with targets. Find a way to take that strategy and make it your own. Trade it the way that fits you perfectly. Then demo trade it. Make sure that you can actually see it in the live markets. Make sure that you can execute it the way that you need to execute it in the live markets. And only after then, only after then, should you start trading live with a very small percentage of your account. And if you're not confident by that point, then I don't got nothing for you. I don't have anything for you if you're not confident at that point. But does that sound like a plan, Adrian? Can you commit right here, right now to doing that? I guarantee you'll be a better trader. If you do it correctly, I guarantee you'll be a better trader. Yep. Appreciate you being a good sport. Because we all know what happened to that other guy.